This week on the Push Pullers podcast, we reveal the truth about stretching and what does Dan think about what I eat in a day? And three, two, one. Happy belated Valentine's Day, Daniel. Hey guys, welcome to the Push Poor Legs podcast with myself, Damink. And me, Tom Hall. What's going on, buddy? Thanks, mate. It's my present in the post, is it? Is it? It is, yeah. I've got, bo- I've got both your presents that you bought for yourself um, right next to me. So, yeah, yeah. That means golf means right, They're coming. They're coming. As long as they're coming <laughs> out, yeah, that's fine, mate. Three golf tops. Uh, two golf tops, to be fair. Maybe I'll wear them on the course. Maybe fresh. Two, two golf tops. you got two packages. This isn't a golf top. No, this they're golf gloves. They're golf gloves in a small packet. They're two tops. Yeah. It's cold in Dubai. Dan needs gloves. Uh, yeah, you know <laughs> it, mate. You know I've it, got, but, um, I've, I think I've got four or five gloves in my bag right now. That is, that's Well, that's why I got them, because I, I really like them, because they're a bit different. They're not just like plain white ones. So I was like, right, I've got plain white ones to do, you know, play around in, and I've got those ones to be a bit more, a bit different. These, play, these, play these aren't white. These aren't white. What colour are they? Mm-hmm. Oh, I, don't, I might just hope. I mean, I might open. I've got it right here, so I might open it. Uh, there you go. No, no. I did think that. I was like, oh... But if I put it in my my luggage and then they're gonna be like, oh, what's in here? I'm like, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone has anyone given you anything to take with you that you're unaware of? Well, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. This guy, it's <laughs> a so Dan. I'm like, I don't one know what it the, is. One of the one of the golf tops is a little bit out there. It may not get worn. It's a little bit out there, but fuck it. Jesus. For golf, it's a bit like that though, isn't it? Golf. It's a bit like I've seen some of the guys on the golf course. So I'm like, actually, I really like that. It's a bit different. It's like not just a standard top. You know? Fair enough. Yeah. Well, Stop we'll my stuff. We'll anyway, we'll see if it makes an appearance, mate, and you know, and you come out. You never know. <clears throat> you never know. We will see. Uh, what's been going on this week? I've been busy this week booking our tea times when you're out there. It's just been stressing me out because I've had to make sure I get the exact times I want and go on at the exact time they're released and all that sort of stuff. But I've got it. That's, That's the, 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 the correct word there is the exact time Dan wants. Yeah. So yeah. In my, I'm yeah. on holiday. I'd like a little line. Yeah, nah, can, nah, of course not. I told you, lions on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's fine. You've got two lions. Tuesdays and Thursdays. I mean, that's more than I'd normally get. So that's fine. Well, um, exactly. You'll be, up at the, you'll be up so early anyway. So don't worry about it. You'll be used to it. Um, yeah. I'll be doing the school run. I know your game. So yeah. You, yeah. yeah. You, you and Laura, they'll be like... Yeah. And then Isabel's just like, oh, you're taking me to school today, aren't you? I was like, sure. I don't know which yeah. school, but we'll have a go. Yeah. <laughs> don't know where, but let's just drive. Let's just go somewhere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's all fun and games, mate. Yeah, we've got everything ready now. So two weeks till you come out, isn't it? Ten days, mate, I think. Ten days, yeah. Well, I fly. I think you I, you receive me on the uh, the 26th by fly on the 25th. Done the old night Is flight. That a 26th in the morning? Yeah, unfortunately, mate. Sorry. Saturday morning. I think it's a bearable time though as well. So I'm doing the old red eye, I believe they call it, because um, yeah. I have zero issue uh, sleeping anywhere. I'm one of those unlucky people. Oh, uh, everybody's like, oh, you, you unlucky person can sleep anywhere and just kind of, yeah, just, just collapse. I'm like, sorry, 
So I'm um, hopefully I'll be refreshed. I'll probably be absolutely knackered more than more than likely. So yeah, well, the thing is as well because you will have to take Saturday to acclimatise to the to the time zone a bit because you'll be knackered, but then it'll still be like a full day ahead of you. So you'll have to have to work it out, and then yeah, big day Sunday, then driving range before you've got about four <laughs> four tea times in five days, mate. So do you know, yeah, everybody's very excited. Me and Dan are going to do a course vlog. So look at that. I'm sure we're not, probably won't be allowed, but we can we can hire Mike. Pod, we should do a podcast. We should do a podcast straight from the golf course. Just record the whole thing. <laughs> Bring Shields on. There's there's a few there's a few um, I think uh, YouTubers out there. I believe uh, golfy guys. So hit them up. Hit them up. They'll be like, oh, I don't I don't know who you are. We don't need to do anything together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like yeah. we'll give you tips. Yeah, we'll get you. We'll, we'll make you better athletes. They'll be fine um yeah interesting week not much has happened to me it was valentine's day of course that was exciting uh super bowl happened dan did you watch it no i didn't oh. i realized i could have done because Ooh. i realized what time is it start in the u.s is it 10 p.m or something like 9 p.m in the u.s well it, i give you in the uk it started at 11 30 p.m oh so that'd be it's near 7 30 then in the u.s isn't it so yeah, yeah. it would it would have been yeah stupid clock in the morning there so no yeah it would have been silly morning yeah yeah but it, but it goes on to about 3.34 a.m. So you could have watched the last little bit, watched the last quarter or something like that. But obviously you saw the the halftime show. No. Oh, you haven't looked at that. I mean, I no. am a complete metalhead, but obviously it was basically all West. I, I got informed that all of the people from the West Coast um, because it was on the West Coast at SoFi Stadium. Um, you know how much, give it a little, little higher or lower, um, or just a little random guess, um, higher or lower than $3 billion was the, how much the SoFi cost to build. Higher. It was higher. $4 billion. <laughs> oh, silly, isn't it? No, no higher, higher or lower, higher or lower, Dan. $4 oh, billion. Was in, that wasn't the amount? No, 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 no. Higher. Five billion, Dan. Higher or lower? Fuck off. No <laughs> I think it's something like 5.5 to 6 billion dollars. That's that stadium. I cost. thought you just said 4 billion as in like, I yeah, said I know you did. Three and like, <laughs> four. I was like, wow. So to put that in perspective, oh. yeah. So you know the new Tottenham Stadium, that costs just under a billion pounds. Yeah, so what, say, like, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> what are they putting in there? Like, I don't know. <laughs> Come on. Crazy. I mean, it looks cool. Um, but yeah, the halftime show was Dr. Dre. I've heard of him. He's done well for himself. Um, Dr. Dre. Eminem. Eminem. He was there. Snoop Dogg. I quite like Snoop Dogg. Doesn't seem to take himself very seriously. He's doing a, a, a Bic Lighter advert with Martha Stewart at the moment. Pretty weird. Um, I saw that. Yeah, I've, I've seen that before. Yeah, yeah, but and then but all, all, all I can think of, he obviously everybody knows him over here as the Just Eat guy, right? So he's always yeah. in the Just Eat adverts. <laughs> so very strange what people do in other countries, uh, different adverts, right? Um, mm. Who else was there? Uh, Mary J. Blige, she was singing things. I've heard of, I heard her song. Um, I don't, I couldn't name any of them, by the way. And there was another lad who didn't, I didn't know. There was Fifty Cent. He was there. Um, so I think it was all people who uh, are under the Dr. Dre kind of producer um, and found them, all those people. So I think they're all quite reasonably big names as far as I know. So, yeah, mm-hmm. done all right, isn't they? Big pull, yeah. that Super Bowl thing. 
Lovely. I just it was don't good. get it. I just it's just a boring sport. I just don't get it. Oh, it's, it's so not, slow. You it's so ridiculous, slow. You ridiculous so human being. And then pre that, mate, I went to Cirque du Soleil at the Royal Albert Hall. It was quite good. Mm. Like <laughs> it was amazing. Those people, literally like absolute yeah. ridiculous athletes. They are crazy, aren't they? Jesus. Jesus Christ. Uh, like some of the stuff I was just like, nope nope <laughs> nope um would never be able to do any of that so um, no. yeah hats off no. to that like some mexican based circus sleigh i'd never seen one before so that was good it was good fun but that, that's been based. Uh, it, i can't remember what it's called lucia lucia or something like that so they've all got a different theme i believe so there's certain ones that are like that travel and then there's like there's some that like stay in vegas for example the whole time so this one's here for a month and then it starts to do like a month. I think it does a month in each like European city and then travels around. It's quite cool. Like the circus, but it's Cirque du Soleil. It was good. Yeah, it was okay. good, mate. Cult, yeah, cultural, yeah. cultural, something Dan doesn't know. So. That's why I wouldn't like it. See, cultural, yeah. <laughs> that's not my, not my bag, is it that? But anyway, yeah, we've got um, a couple of topics to talk about today. Um, so... We'll go for Dan, Dan's one first because otherwise we're getting his steel throws toys out the pram. We'll talk about flexibility a little you bit, flexibility, stretching, all that kind of stuff, all that fun stuff um, mm. that we get told to do all the time. That's always good. Cool. Um, and then something that, that I might go on a rant on about. We've basically set up Dan for a rant uh, for one of them. We won't. I'll I'll do that second, and then I'm gonna have a little rant as well. Um, just just because uh, my uh, team, my business chat has gone annoyingly on this and it still happens in some some certain groups on uh, facebook that i'm a part of um and i get annoyed this is speaking as an educator um mm -hmm. and i get annoyed when this question and these questions get asked and people will say this stuff um it's madness madness All right but we'll give our tips yeah we'll give our tips so um before well further ado dan because i was like i was roaming around london um yesterday raining london mate raining never guessed raining yeah. it hadn't rained for a while though so but i was like oh we actually haven't done a protein oh. thing for a while as we said so i made an effort to go buy some protein bars um Ooh. or protein things so i basically dan can chat and i can eat so this is this was more because that basically everybody likes you oh, that's why i'm talking about flexibility while you're eating <laughs> um you know i saw no. i saw a um yeah no it's, never gonna happen what is we, it we could we can what's this one they like oreos so, yeah yeah so they were quite cool you can get them from your local boots um and this they're was not gonna plant. be good then <laughs> basically i went into boots and just went and checked the protein section um i got gato protein um cookies filled mm. with extra cream so i guess they're double stuffs but they're salted caramel ones there were like other ones and i was just like i'll get the salted caramel ones but i and then this oh this is a, just a bear bells one but i don't know if you tried it it's their vegan thing. Oof, no. Hazelnut nougat. And you haven't tried it. I thought I thought you had. So I'm gonna I've try tried the normal hazelnut, the normal hazelnut one, but not the vegan one. Hazelnut nougat. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Bear Bell's had that before. <laughs> Your face is <laughs> uh, it, yeah. it wasn't yeah, vegan. It wasn't vegan. Yeah. Was it not? All right, so we're going for the nougat. Um Bear Bells. It's not going to be good, mate. Um, it's going to taste 213. Like 213. Um, 15 grams of protein for 213 calories. They've uh, cheated out on the protein a little bit, haven't they? Always oh, done the vegan ones, mate. Always a bit lower. 
Not gonna be as chewy though, is it? So that's a bonus. It's quiet. It's very, very quiet. He's not. He's not looking disgusted yet. All right, that's a good sign. It's all right. He says. He says it's all right, guys. There you go. Save the planet. Eat vegan. I think that's better than their normal bars. Wow. Okay. 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 Now I'm intrigued. Now I'm intrigued. Bring some of them over with you. Yeah. The hazelnut, because hazelnut's good. That's a good chocolate flavor. Nougat makes it a little bit softer, doesn't it? A little bit softer, Mm -hmm. chewy. And yeah, Mm -hmm. that's all right. I would have that over their... I've had their bars before. There's millions of them around. Like, Mm. Yeah, actually. All right. Well done. Well, intriguing. Madness. This is literally, um, there's going to be a case where I'm just buying vegan protein bars. It's improving a lot. Like I saw, so I, I nearly bought some protein bars the other day, Tom, because I saw some, but they're ones we've already reviewed. So in, in the shop I was in, I could, could have got Misfits, the vegan Misfit bars. Um, so over here, they're about three quid a pop. So again, like in the UK, it's what, 220, 230, you see them regularly. Yeah. So I was like, it's not that bad. But um, I've tried them before and I'm just like, well, I know what the flavors are and, and all that sort of stuff. But they were, yeah, the Misfits ones are, are the good ones. Very impressed with them. It's not going to be good, mate, that. I'm telling you now. <laughs> no, it doesn't look great. No. <laughs> I know because it's been in my bag and I did have like... No, it's because it's from shoes. Boots, mate. It's because it's from Boots. <laughs> mate, the Bear Bells was from Boots. Yeah, but that's Bear Bells. It's different. Yeah, this is I've a, a brand, brand I've never heard of. Gato yeah. Creams. Yeah, so that's not a good sign, I don't think. They are plant-based, 10 grams of protein. Um... It's not enough, though, is it? To be, it's not enough. Correct. I don't know. It must be just because t- obviously there's two biscuits. I've got two biscuits. Um, if there's only five grams of protein per biscuit, that is awful. Well, yeah, that's what's like, going to be in it. It's like the grenade. The, remember the grenade biscuits? It's like, oh come on, like. Yeah. Um, oh, they've hidden the nutrition, nutritional content in an awkward place as well. We that means they, they're not. They're not proud of it. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, let's hide this. So it'll be 120 calories per biscuit. Yeah. Nah, not for five grams of protein. And five, five grams of protein. Yeah, that's poor. Isn't it? That's the same 120 grams um, calories. That's the same as the, the pancakes, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, that's what it's up against. So there we go. Nope. No, no way. I told you that was not looking good. No, right, but how does that get in production though, right? That's my question. Whenever you taste something like that, I'm like, how is someone, I think someone just created a startup with stuff like that and just gone, well, we've got to do this now because we've spent all this money on it. So we might as well get it out there. It's like, just stop, don't even bother. See, I thought the filling would even be good. Filling's not good. That's the fundamental flaw. So the biscuit, have you ever had those Belvita biscuits? Yeah, the soft ones, yeah. Yeah, the, it's more like a Belviti kind of breakfast biscuit. That's what it tastes like, OT mm. breakfast biscuit. And that's not what I was looking for when I was biting into it. <laughs> no. I'm going to be honest. I was expecting like an Oreo kind of uh, thing. Just have some Oreos. Jesus. Five grams of protein per biscuit. You're probably there with a couple of Oreos. Um, I was about to say, yeah, just give a four Oreos. <laughs> you know. That's bad. So, yeah, don't bother. They, they had quite a few flavors in Boots as well. So they've gone at it. Gato creams. I'm probably not going to try anymore. Um, but hazelnut nougat, bear bells vegan. Actually, interesting. Okay, I will. That, as we know, the biggest compliment is I will finish it later this evening. That is a very big compliment. So, mm. I'm, and I will yeah. give, and I will give 
these ones, the biscuits, to Chloe. So that's good. Um, yeah. <laughs> As a treat I'll for like, you. I'll be like, I've yeah. saved something for you. Isn't that great? Yeah. You do that to Laura. That. You're like, oh, great. Thanks. Uh, yeah. Do you, do you, what would you do? Do you give it to Laura or do you give it to Isabel? Laura, definitely. Laura, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Isabel doesn't even eat nice things sometimes when you give them to her. So, waste. Right. Yeah. Just in Dan's, Dan's child, Dan's daughter, isn't, well, I think the, the favorite food. The last time I asked her about her favorite food, it might have been like two years ago now. Bear in mind, she was like four. I don't know. Um, and it was salmon and broccoli. Mm, it's changed now, mate. It's not that anymore. Uh, it, it, <laughs> that was a weird thing for a, a, a very middle-class thing for a four-year-old to say. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and we, I, think, I think the problem was we rinsed it as well. Because, you know, if your kid asks for salmon and broccoli, I'm like, there you go, You're take like, more of it. Have right. more, have more, have more. <laughs> yeah. And then we rinsed it too early. <laughs> yeah, because now she's not. Now she's kind of into just ice cream and sweets is all she really wants. Like, Good, good girl. Yeah, normal, just, normal kid now. Yeah. Speaking my language. I'm still, I'm going to bring plenty of salmon and broccoli and be like, no, 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 Isabel. It's the last time you told this was going to be amazing. You're going to love yeah. it. We'll get smoked salmon, a bit of sashimi. Mm. There's a, um, there's a place <laughs> out here called Pinkberry, which is a um, frozen yogurt chain. So that's mm. the, the new favorite, as you can imagine, because oh, they it? have, because they have all sorts of toppings you can put on there and they've got all the, you know, the crunchy, chocolatey, biscuity, you know, bits as you can, as you can imagine. Yeah, love she likes that. So I'm sure she'll right. want to take you there. <laughs> <laughs> flexibility, Dan. Talk to me about flexibility. Oh, like I saw a post of day. Uh, I think it was like a sponsored post, or you know, one of those ones that comes on Explore page. I don't know what, what some fucking bullshit. And it was like, do this stretch for five minutes a day and completely transform your flexibility. And I was just like, no, that's a load of shit. <laughs> um, and I had a conversation with my client as well about flexibility and they were talking about the bottom of their squat and wanting to get more range of motion. And they were said, is there any stretches I can do to kind of in increase this and improve it? And I was like, no, it's just really blunt. Like, no, it's not. No, what do you mean? I was like, well, sure, I need to stretch more. And I'm like, okay, so how long are you going to stretch for? I don't know, like, you know, if, a couple of minutes before I train, a couple of minutes after I finish training, cool down. I was, I was like, try that then. Go and try that and see if that undoes the eight hours a day you sit down you know, the eight hours a day you spend at your computer, not thinking about any of this sort of stuff. I was like, let's see if that works, shall we? And they were like, mm, kind of good point. I didn't do it quite as blunt as that, but you know, you get it. You get <laughs> Sign and, up for Dan's coaching. Get <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's this whole thing whereby like good weight training is in itself like mobility and flexibility training, good full range movements. And I was trying to explain to her that if she had a barbell on her back or in a front squat position or big, you know, big heavy dumbbell in the goblet position, and she was to hold the bottom position of that squat, I said to her, would it be uncomfortable? And she was like, yeah. And I was like, more uncomfortable than stretching. She was like, yeah, that's what you need to do then. It's like, get used to holding that position, get comfortable down there, force your muscles into an actual range of motion they need to go into. And I just think that people really overlook the fact that good loaded weight training is effectively mobility training, especially for like your hips, not so much like upper body stuff as much because it's a bit more dangerous. But again, I see people all the time say like, oh, I can't, um, I've got really bad hamstring flexibility. They're also the same people that can't RDL 40 kilos. And it's like, there's no, there's, there's no surprise to me that the people who are quite flexible can touch their toes can also like RDL 100 kilos pretty well. I'm not talking big bodybuilders. I'm talking like normal people who can move as well. And again, like I had another new client sign up uh, recently and he came from a powerlifting background 
um, years ago. And he was saying how in just two weeks of training with me, he's noticing that his body feels better. He's moving better. And that he's really highlighting imbalances he had just because the majority of the work he's doing now is single limb. And he was just like, I feel so good. I'm not, I'm not feeling beaten up. I'm feeling like I'm really getting to new ranges of motion I've been to before. And I'm like, yeah, because you're moving on one leg now, like we're getting to move properly and all this sort of stuff. And I just think that one of the biggest problems again with, with flexibility training comes about from this, this view or this concept that you have to do stretches and that's it. And you know, when you're sitting on fixed machines and you're doing double leg movements all the time, double arm movements, yeah, your flexibility will be pretty poor because you think that by lifting those heavier weights, you're going to create more stimulus to grow and all this sort of stuff. But actually what you're doing is you're limiting range of motion. Like again, with the bench press, if you go the barbell, you can't go as far as you can with dumbbells technically, right? Same with shoulder press. You know, when you come down here with a single arm movement, you can get a lot better range and all this sort of stuff. And I think the other part of it is that people then use less weight when they do single arm because they know they can't lift as heavy. So then they actually do use full range of motion. And then actually they start realizing that by training that way, they get more flexible, more mobile. And I think people confuse all these things when they talk about stretching, flexibility, mobility, and all this sort of stuff. And as we know, good training creates both stability and mobility and single limb movements create help with both of those things, right? At certain joints. And that helps create a, a body that can move better and function better. And it's why, you know, me and you can sit down for eight hours a day, yet we can still be flexible and still be mobile and still do things that we've always been able to do. Um, it's not because I stretch. I do not stretch. I don't stretch. I don't do it. I don't fucking stretch 20 minutes a day. No, not a chance. But yeah, I yeah, but yeah, I don't have poor mobility and poor flexibility because I still train through four range of motion and I train the right way. And it just fascinated me that people are still stuck in this mindset of like got a stretch. I'm like, no, you don't. You just train like shit. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's that's the thing, isn't it? Like, neither of us have been ones for we'd like quite happily do a, like we do a little bit of mobility, like big prerequisites before we train. I still I do that. I've always done that kind of thing. Um, and those things are hips and T-spine and that's it. I'll be like, all right, it's more, but you can, you can look at it more of a factor. I'm probably not sitting there yanking on my end of my range, trying to like, all right, we're going to really pull this muscle group apart. I'm like, mm, yeah, it's a little bit more just moving it through its range, starting to get twigged on because I think underlying the issue is the, uh, the general person, the definition of flexibility is crap. Um, and they think flexibility, I mean, I saw the post flexibility is key. Flexibility is not key. And flexibility is, is range of motion without uh, stability and without strength. Flexibility is being able to push past or an increased range of motion without any kind of control. What myself and you are pretty good at is doing full range with control that's when that's mobility so flexibility times strength equals mobility so that's that's the that's the issue when people are mobile they have uh, control over the end of range as well because there is there is a caveat of like all right yeah this person's really flexible like okay there's there is such a thing as being too flexible because end ranges tend to suck at the end of their strength curve and they cannot have any access to like a muscle group to create any torque and move it with any kind of power everybody knows one of the simplest things we could probably look at is a pec fly at the bottom of a pec fly when you're really really wide is it harder to fucking move and is it a big stretch yes 
Easy. Cool. That's what I'm talking about. If you had, if you had too much of a load and you're unable to hit that position, like then yeah, crazy. Knock it down and try and be flexible or mobile through that range of your pack, which I guess a lot of people would suck at. Don't know why you're doing dumbbell ones anyway, but just for a variation, I guess. I like I like that's another argument for uh, people like oh, it's, you've got to use the cable for that. It's like, Fuck off. Like it's fine for a little bit of variability. Why are you using that one? That's suboptimal. All right. Well, I got bored of using a trap bar for four weeks. So I'm going to use this one today and then I'm going to go back on it next week. Is that okay? All right, cool. I fancied using some kettlebells. I think people, yeah, that's the, that's the whole online argument. There's people like, oh, this is clearly some optimal time. Why have you not picked this exercise? Go away. <laughs> I'm training you. Are. <laughs> fine. If you want to do the same exercises, which generally is the same movement pattern, fine. I'm just like, I just want to hold that handle instead of that handle this week. Fine. But yeah, yeah. the flexibility thing's an interesting one. I think because, um, yeah, I'd say people will generally feel better when they're changing at full range. They will get more flexibility, 100%. But you, we, the, the, the way to get it, if people are like, oh, but how do I access that new flexibility with more control and mobility? It's the strength training and having a coach that will be able to be like, all right, at the end of range or when you feel that stretch, for example, in an RDL, it's, it's manipulating pauses and mm-hmm. doing slow eccentrics into end range and like bounce, not kind of bouncing out of it. That's absolutely fine. So you get a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more every single time that's what you start to look for in a coach and not being like, all right, well, actually my flexibility is never going to improve. And I'd rather you basically you just start loading it up and then it decreases and decreases and decreases because you're just loading that muscle spindle up and being a little bit, in, for lack of a better time, tighter, 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 tighter. So mm. yeah, horrible thing. I don't, know, I don't know where it's like bastardized or where it's like, where is it popularized more? I think people look you know what at it is. Like- no, I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. It's because people feel immobile and inf- inflexible. So people just throw it out there and then people sign up for it and pay money for things to yeah. learn how to stretch and shit. That's what, it, that's what it is. It's not a particularly sexy thing to tell people, but I think it's everyone feels like they're inflexible. Like you speak to most people, you write an advert saying, sit at your desk all day and feel inflexible. I mean, how many fucking people? Are you <laughs> yeah. And then the, the caveat people are going to come back with us, uh, so would be like, oh, but what about yoga and stuff like that you're doing it for over an hour and most of those are holds or isometric holds which creates tension in the muscle group then which will increase range of motion so mm. yeah we're quite, we're quite happy to do that because it's they're loading there's generally stacking joints they're loading things and muscles are getting used absolutely fine it's not they're not usually just sitting in your ass having a little stretch unfortunately they're normally hard those those sessions aren't they so they don't load them particularly that well, but they load them with their body weight. That's absolutely fine. So yeah, that's a weird one. What would you? What are top top exercises for range of motion, stretchiness, flexibility? Oh, I just love. I love a pause goblet squat. I think so many people could benefit from a pause, a twenty second pause goblet squat performed well three or four times. You're feeling that. 
you're feeling that and you're knowing then where your range of motion is. And, and as long as it's, again, sure. as long as you keep everything tight and you keep everything upright with your upper body and you know what you're doing with that, like that is going to be um, a winner. Likewise, again, Bulgarian split squats, people fucking hate them, but that's why they hate them. That is why they hate them because I remember they... I, actually, I had that, uh, I think one of your old clients, uh, he messaged me, James, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he messaged me and he was like, about the Bulgarian split squats, the rear foot elevator. He was like, game changed when you and Dan said on a podcast once uh, your back knee has to touch the floor. I was like, what the fuck were you doing before? <laughs> and he was yeah. like, it wasn't touching the floor. And I was like, yeah. oh, really? Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's it. You know, it's, it's that whole thing of that movement will stretch out your other side of your hip as well, right? It's not just the leg you're using and all this sort of stuff. And, People, people really underestimate the split stance, split squat position. Like, it's just frightening, like how much flexibility and extra mobility you can get from doing that um, repeatedly as well. It's th- those two for me, I've never seen anyone do those movements and not become more mobile from doing it. Just yeah. hasn't happened. Goblet squats are a big one. I tend to do um, if somebody is a little bit sucky uh, getting their depth in their goblet squat, again with the pauses. But obviously, I've got the blessing of coaching it through. But when you hold in your goblet and say the ideal position is your uh, elbows are pressed against your knees or tucked into your knees and you start moving around your hips, kind of moving your knees around and moving your hips around whilst in that base position. So you're as deep as possible. You're sitting into it and you've got that load on you and then you basically you're trying to move your hips. You're moving your feet around. You're pushing your knee over your toes and moving it all the way around it's like kind of ball and socket joint so you start to really feel the whole capsule of your hip um that'll be one if generally people are feeling tight in the hips and all this business yeah that'll be something that i would start to do and then because you've got that goblet you're having to keep an upright torso the whole time because you're just gonna fall over and be incredibly Mm. like metabolically taxing if uh you don't keep that basically um and then you said it rdl's I literally program and literally one of my cues is this is a loaded hamstring stretch. So all I'm looking for, that's fine. That's, that's what I want. And another one for overhead stuff um, would be something that people do not do whatsoever is a um, more of an incline pull, not a lat pull down. Um, so they use a cable machine into a half kneeling position and your torso meets the uh, angle of the cable, not you like trying to just yank the cable. So you move your torso forward. So it's in line and kind of parallel with the cable that you're pulling down from that half kneel. So you get into a stretched overhead position, um, for that kind of lat pull down instead of having a lat pull down, which is just a little bit in front of you and you're having to purposely rock back, which is cool for your lap, but I'm looking for a stretch. And to get somebody, because one of the big things is mobility overhead is usually sucky. So this is one way to caveat it and try and do it. You can combine that with either a W pull down or a cross pull down is what we teach PTC wise. So a cross pull down is the one where you're basically you get a little bit more scapulothoracic rhythm, Daniel, I believe it's called. So basically your, your shoulder blade, your shoulder blade uh, rotates up and down like it should crazy yeah you pull across your body um and that looks pretty good i've done that for yeah. a while mate probably do them that would be my my top three yeah of uh, mobility based exercises because i'm i'm part of the chain of you get a lot of people who uh, i think um when you're doing rows 
some of them ask i don't know whether this was around maybe five five ten years ago where they asked the shoulder blade to be packed and set down and you kind of don't move mm. it from that structure and then i'm assuming you and me are the same where we want that shoulder blade to move out of that structure and go forwards and backwards because yeah. that's a mobility thing so we want that to happen lovely we do mm-hmm. <laughs> all right um let's uh let's throw it up something that's um been appearing on my news feed my news feed explore that one um far too frequently for my liking dan and i think this is because of january it's now february i get that but still what does dan think of hey hey guys this is what i eat in a day <laughs> it's boring isn't it I, well i think it's just so fucking boring but do you know what though? It's weird though. I I agree it's fucking pointless, right? And I, I get that and I get the argument, it's pointless. But I also post the food that I eat, and people are genuinely like interested. Like, I've posted this before and I've said, Do you care what I eat? Like I'm posting my food. Do you actually care? People actually like to know what nutrition people eat. Like it's nutrition weird. people. Wrong, Everybody's like, a nutrition well, yeah. person. Yeah, but, well, no, they're not right. That's the point. They're not, are they? But I, I know what I know what the argument is, and I get it. It's 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 useless information for most people. <laughs> but it's that whole thing of people want to see the inspiration and see that that fitness people can eat normal food. Do you know, like, but then at the same time, it's never a Krispy Kreme donut. It's never, never like yeah, so I mean, it's never a Krispy Kreme donut, is it? Or cinnamon roll? It's always <laughs> protein pancakes, a chicken salad, and uh, you know, it's it's always low calorie stuff and things like that. But I don't think you need to make a post about it. I think posting it on your stories, like the meal you have and here and there is, is one thing. Doing a whole post on Instagram dedicated to every single thing that crossed your lips for a day is a <laughs> bit much, like, I think. But yeah, it's, they're, they're yeah, useless, like, it's pointless, it's, don't get me wrong. Because it's everyone has their own unique tastes and what they like and calories right? they need <laughs> and all that stuff. Like, completely pointless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they're they're an interesting one. I'm just like, oh, great, thanks. I I, I do annoyingly I flick through it because I'm just like, why are you doing it? What? But what you see, but this is also why I think people post it. Food. But this is why people post do. it is because it must get engagement. It must get you. It must get likes. Like it must get that. It's like the whole reels and the dancing. It's like it must fucking like, <laughs> people keep doing it. So although we never do it and it's stupid people must be getting good results from doing it. Otherwise they wouldn't keep doing it. Right. That's the kind of thing. And I think it's the, for whatever reason, it, it seems to be something that people, people like to, to people hear about. I mean, I joy. I don't know, but yeah, it does I seem to be, be like, Oh, I've, I'm having this berry porridge. That's 200 calories and this with, the, with all these nice and things. And then it would be like, yeah, some uh, special lunch and this special snack. It's yeah. It's, it's all far too healthy for me. That's the only thing. I'm like, no, no, no. I want to see what you eat when you're hungover. That's what I want. That's what I want to look at. So let's see what happens then. What do you eat past 2 a.m.? Mm. Nothing good happens after 2 a.m. So I want to see what you are eat past 2 a.m. only. Um, yeah. I'm not a fan of them because, and it also tends to be the same people. Unfortunately, it is uh, probably, I'm guessing the ages of 18 to 25-year-old females is what I see it seems to post most that's on there, my mm-hmm. explore page. God knows why. And um, that's all I'm searching. Then all I'm searching. Is yeah. That's, you're looking for what I eat in a day. That's why. You're looking for what I eat in a day, mate. You've been searching for it. 
Mine's just full of golf. Mine is full of golf. Yeah, I, it I starts to go to us, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Golf and half-naked men. So there you go. Guys with their six-packs out being like, next level, taking this to the next level, taking my physique up a level, or big arms workout. No, don't need a big arms workout, mate. Fuck off. Yeah, mine's, mine's then it's just golf. golf. I, I have golf, Mandalorian, like Boba Fett, um, bit of football, a lot of Star Wars. And here's another one, high protein carbonara. <laughs> it was probably good. And then, yeah, full day of eating, two and a half thousand calories on my explore page. Super annoying. Uh, full go. day of food. They're listening to me. That's where they are. Let's, let's look at I don't know who this lady is. Um, but yeah, one sesame bagel. Um, love your veg Thai pea mint soup. What? Soup for breakfast? Meal one? No, thanks, mate. That's nobody's up Um And yogurt, no soup and yogurt. Uh, Together? <laughs> yeah, she's like had 400 grams of Alpro. I mean, we're just going to rip this apart. Um, a full day of vegan eating, basically, two and a half thousand calories. So a sesame bagel. This is just on, I'm not going to, I don't know who it is. I'm assuming they don't follow me. Um yeah, Redley Seed is great. Smelled in, but 734 calories. A lot of calories for uh, breakfast or meal one. That is a lot, isn't it? It is a lot. Yeah, meal two. Oat drink. It's not a meal, is it? You've had a drink. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, vegan Maryland cookies. Three of them. Um, and then meal three. Naked tofu. Teriyaki, ginger and stir fry sauce. Nobody like makes that every single day, do they? No. No. It's crazy. And then, okay, this one's good. This is more like it. Meal four. Um, malt loaf. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a meal, then, is it? It's, a it's not a meal. <laughs> meal five. Uh, baby potatoes, beetroot, whole white pitta, and beyond, beyond meat. Um, yeah. And then meal six <laughs> is uh, chocolate caramel misfits, of course, there, and vanilla yogurt. Two yogurts. I do like yogurt, but two yogurts in a day, a bit punchy. Unless one of them is yop, I'm not doing that. So, also, I did go into Lidl last week, Dan. Very dangerous thing. I had to get some toilet paper on the way home from golf. And I was like, oh, there's a Lidl. I go get toilet paper. Lovely. Um, just walking around there, I just pick up so much like goodies and snackies yeah. and like. It's that oh, sort of place, isn't it? So many snackies. Mm -hmm. Jesus. And then I walk out. I've only spent 20 quid. And I've got... That's oh, it, isn't it? You kind of... Yeah, there's there's, <laughs> no, there's no regrets, is there? No, no I've, like, I've done really well here. I'm, I'm literally yeah. like... Message Chloe. I was like, you never guess how much this will cost. <laughs> like, this is amazing. Um, yeah, I've got... I went into like the yogurt section. Got about three, four yogurts I'd never tried. I bought some um, Kinder Penguin. Penguins? Penguins. Um, really weird. They're kind of a cross between a um, chalk ice and like with Kinder chocolate kind of thing, but it, you keep it in the fridge. So it's like kind of a cross between like a cake bar and uh, a chalk ice. They're really quite mm. nice. Pinguies. Um, yeah, I rate them. Not, I, 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 don't, I was just unsure on them. They were lovely to have, but I was just like, oh, I don't know where they sit with me. Is it a snack? Is it a dessert? I don't know. Anyway, digress. 
<laughs> right, last one, Dan. Um, this is going to flow throw me on a rant a little bit. Okay, so the one thing that is just it's been a pet peeve for a while, obviously, as an educator, and I know you feel exactly the same way. Um, and it has been asked far too much, unfortunately, in oh, I say in the mitoprotein group that I'm in, and I obviously I normally offer my advice on this, and is why are people obsessed with having level three or level four or CPD points attached? to an educational thing um, that they want to do and go and do. And why are they so obsessed with the title of um, what they're about to go and kind of, I don't know, learn or the course that they're going to do, yet they will never look into who is instructing that course whatsoever. They'll be like, all right, I'm going to go do a reps for, I don't know, S&C course literally no idea who the snc coach who's going to be teaching whether they're a good coach whether they, they've got kind of uh, social proof all that kind of stuff whether they actually achieve results whether they know what they're talking about whether they just learn a syllabus and they're teaching it because that happens believe me i am an accredited assessor and teacher right or tutor i can literally just get sent the slides for a pre and postnatal course and i can teach it tomorrow because i'm a tutor that's it that's all it says and it annoys the hell out of me um that that is but people don't look to whom is teaching like there's people obviously like obviously ourselves like lift the bar that kind of thing like you know that greg's gonna do a good job or you know that kind of but they've got social proof you know who they are they've got kind of this this personality behind them um unfortunately i'm like if you're gonna go to a biomechanics course you're just relying hoping that this person's gonna be okay it's not just because it. they need certain amount of points for CPD, no? <coughs> yeah. But <coughs> why? <Excuse me. laughs> the, 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 the question is, why, why, why is that important? Why is the CPD Oh, it's not in any way, shape, or form. I remember, <laughs> when, um, I remember I did my um, CSCS, my Certified Strength Conditioning Specialist thing in America. Um, at the time, I was at uni. I did my master's degree at the time. And a guy that I was um, working with, he got the same thing and he was due his recertification and he needed to do modules. And he's like, I'm not doing that. He's like, why am I doing that? He's like, I've done it. I've done my course. It's just waiting for them to make more money. That's all it is. It's like rep certified. They've got to pay to be rep certified. So they're paying the company. You know, it's all it is. It's just money making. It's not a, it's a benefit to it. Like you said, it's these people that, that are doing these courses probably aren't who they, they, you know, don't have the skills they say they do or can't help as much as they think they can. And, Fortunately, it's the world we live in where it's kind of like, and I understand there needs to be, uh, this is the this is the problem, isn't it? Is there needs to be some sort of regulation in our industry, but then at the same time, the way it's regulated is shit. So, uh, <laughs> what, so for example, you could say, oh, it needs regulation. People need to be, um, you know, making sure they're doing continued professional development, but then they do this system where it's like, well, you can just do any fucking course, earn six points and that's it done. And you're not actually doing it. You're doing it by the book, but not actually getting any better. Whereas I know a lot of good people who are continuing professionally developing just from the people they hang around with, but not doing it for a CPD points and stuff, but yet they would get penalized. And it's like, well, that's, that's not good. Is it? Um, it's just shit. It's, it's always going to be shit. It's never going to change. It's just, a, it's a weird one. So like we both follow like the rugby strength coach, right. And he's got um, SCN, um, is it strength coach network? We both know his stuff is fucking great. And he's obviously incredibly opinionated, but he knows what he's talking about. He uses rationale. He does all this kind of stuff. Yeah. Mm. 
that would in theory stretch code network and his stuff is not cpd regulated whatever but a level four snc course crack on do that and i've sent you some of the stuffing that's been done by that and how unfortunately it look, does not look fantastic and i'll be like mm-hmm. if i was to point somebody i'll be like please go do this do this like, oh but there's no uh no points and i don't get a level four certificate all right please show me the client who has decided to go with you because you've got a level four certificate you can write yeah. snc you can write snc next to your name but just don't write the words level four magic mm-hmm. Un- unfortunately the client doesn't have a fucking clue it doesn't matter no no like i don't i don't even know what um if you say you're going to be employed but most of our industry is self-employed. So this is ridiculous. If you're going to be employed, I don't know many employments that have required that level four status or anything. No. I've never seen any. Oh, unfortunately, it's really strange. So yeah, they, hopefully they'll bring you in for an interview and they'll do a little kind of test themselves. So certainly what we do. So yeah, it's it's a, it's a bugbear. Obviously we, we had to jump through a hoop, but I was like, why, why get the endorsement? Cause it costs like nothing, but I don't want the accreditation. I, what's the point? Yeah. I don't really get it. It's like, and then we went to an insurance firm and we were like, look, this is this, could you be a level three personal trainer? If you'd qualified, if you did a PT court, they were like, yeah, that's fine. We'll give you insurance. We're like, perfect. All right. <laughs> just do that then. like it's it's crazy so yeah it's it's um so my advice to anybody out there is um go go look at who's coaching the course go look at who's teaching the course if you resonate with them and what they kind of talk about and how they do things and you you like the stuff then go do it if but if if the course is just behind a big company and you have you have no access to who's coaching I don't get it because some of the better courses that we've been to, I know me and you probably our first like PT courses were like Dean Somerset and Tony Jenicor, but we went because it's Dean Somerset and Tony Jenicor and they're good coaches. Mm -hmm. That's why we didn't go because it's the level four hip and shoulder uh, rehab course. Probably wouldn't have gone like, but that's what it was. It was like a shoulder prehab, rehab strength course. And we were like, that's, this is going to be good because they know their, their shit hot at what they do. Um, Mm -hmm. And they couldn't care less. They were like, yeah, apparently this has got NSEA points or whatever, but pff, doesn't matter. We're like, yeah, not here, not here for that. Doesn't matter. So yeah, Certainly. that's my advice on people. Um, hopefully um, the people- and, got and The other thing as well is like, the other thing as well I would say to anyone listening, is like, look, me and, um, soon me and Mike are going to be taking on a new coach, right? And at no point, at no point did me and him sit there and go, Right. Well, they've got to have all these qualifications. They've got to have all these, <laughs> yeah, right. all these points. Like we literally have gone, well, well, they've got to have level three PT because like you just need that. Right. That's all they need or degree. Like, again, I haven't got a level three PT. Don't care, but I've got, a, you know, degree. So it's fine. Um, <laughs> but we, that's what we were saying. We were like, well, that's all we, that's all we need. Like we not look, honestly, we're not looking at anything else. We were like, as long as they've got personality, they've got a track record of helping people. They give a shit about their coaching and they want to learn from people that can help them. That's all we need. That's all we need. And I think that one of the biggest lies we get told when we're younger is that we need qualifications and we need all this sort of stuff. Fuck me. Like, and I, and I, and I think we do get told it by people who do know better. Like, oh, it's about who you know, it's about networking and all this sort of stuff. And it's about your network and who, and, and it is. But that also comes about because you're, you care about what you do and you get surrounded by people who give a shit. Um, and I just think that it's just massively overrated. Um, I think that if you're, willing to try hard and willing to be one of the best you can be in your industry 
you will have the qualifications anyway because you'll have done the education that's required to pass it, but you just won't have done the fucking exam that someone else has set and you've got to pay for just so they can make more money. Yeah, literally. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a big problem in our industry is that it's all a dick measuring contest. Who's done all these qualifications? Who knows more? Who knows this? Can you help the person in front of you achieve their goal? If you can, you're better than 99% of people out there. So, yeah. Don't, worry about um, don't get me wrong i'm not saying don't don't go and do courses just just look who's teaching it and do you just resonate do it because like, yeah just don't do it because of the the title you get from it the title oh i've i can i do yeah the, the big ones we know pre and post nail absolutely fine that, that i feel like that's okay because it's a kind of a caveat that people need for a special mm-hmm. population um the advanced personal trainer one no idea what that is um not too sure snc <laughs> I would prefer you to go and do like CFFC or Exos or stuff that's like, oh, these guys actually train like Olympic athletes and NFL athletes and stuff like that. Again, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to throw my neck on the line here. Don't think many of the tutors for SNC, whatever, level four, probably don't do that kind of stuff. Um, so go learn from the best, surely. They also mm-hmm. have general population stuff that they all do. Um, I would rather that. That's, that's coming from part of my nearly 10 years of coaching and educating in this kind of field now. So I'm like, that's been my eye-opening stuff. And then what are the other ones that people do? Um, oh, GP referral. What the hell's that? What is that? I don't even know what the course is. <laughs> I'm like, do you talk no. to GPs? What do you do? Do you learn how to be a referral? I've never heard anybody. I've, I've actually never met a coach or trainer that has had a referral from a GP or had a referral kind of network set up. Never. Never, never had. Maybe there's definitely a scope there, hundred percent. But don't really understand how it would happen based off the NHS stuff. Uh, have to be a private GP, surely, because um, you don't get like money off or a kind of a, a voucher for twenty pounds an hour, like physio sessions or something like that. Because it's going to take more than six sessions. So normally you get like was it six, mm. four or six physio for half an hours. So Alex always used to go on about. He's like, I get no time with them whatsoever. It's kind of like sticky plaster off you go so yeah crazy but yeah i don't know what else other courses there's plenty out there isn't there like trx courses <laughs> don't <laughs> kelbo 101 um yeah i like that i like those uh, they're fun right mate um that was, that was my little rant obviously um good mate any other business no not from me have a have a good week not from you yeah have a good week guys we never say that Obviously, um, we haven't asked for a while. Go rate, do that business. Obviously, rate on Spotify because you can now do that. Young oh, yeah. Joe told me that you can comment on it, but I think Young Joe is wrong. I don't think you comment on Spotify. I certainly haven't been able to. So unless there's some um, Generation Z uh, thing that I can't do, probably, that I'm like missing. Uh, I can't see it. Right, mate. Thanks for listening, guys. We'll catch you next week. See you later.